coming up in person interstellar review yeah it's next <laughs> all right jordan and i are here for our first ever in-person podcast what a long time coming it's been it has been a long time coming we finally figured out that you just have to plug stuff into the same yeah. computer and then it works dude the timing on talking is a lot easier i know that's it's it's this kind of a big step for us it is. i think it feels weird talking in an it's like just really personal but i like it all right we're gonna be reviewing the 20 i believe 14 yeah 2014 sci-fi slash adventure film interstellar starring matthew mcconaughey jessica chastain anne hathaway mackenzie foy timothy chalamet matt damon and michael kane usually there's not that many people sorry <laughs> it's, it's a good cast probably should have cut out the third <laughs> yeah dude this movie broke me i've never seen it before i don't think i've ever even seen a space movie before yeah i i was my brain was broken by the end and i was also crying so (laughs) (laughs) sucking down tears like a madman it was insane yeah don't don't understand half of the science part but it was uh it was a fun watch that was tough dude also mcconaughey sounds good talking science speaking science you know did he you think i (laughs) I don't know i don't know a lot of it went over my head what uh it was all over my head that felt it felt like I felt like he was making sense. Yeah. But maybe he just was saying gibberish. Who knows? Um, love is the answer, Jordan. Oh. That's the big take. I thought that was so cheesy when what? they when she first said it. And I was like, are you serious? You're going to risk all this because <laughs> you love the guy? You know, you're kind of right. <laughs> I that's... thought it was so dumb. I was pissed. And the then... whole time, the movie's very, it feels very realistic yeah. and not idealistic in any way. It feels very uh, practical. Yeah. And... Like then they're trying the to save the-, the human race and they're like we will do anything <laughs> to save you we will sacrifice ourselves and then she's like i really this guy's kind of cute like we should go to his planet well it's funny too because the whole point of this movie is that love is the answer which yeah seemed like it would be right yeah it ends up being that the human connection is more important than it's- anything it's hilarious um okay where do you want to start with this movie okay i i I ranked my top five scenes and i want to know all right what you what you think so my first scene or the best scene in the movie in my opinion is when after dr man matt damon's character blows up yeah and the endurance starts spinning Mm -hmm. and matthew mcconaughey has to dock it while it's spinning it was so intense i got a little sick and the music was crazy yeah and i mean uh, the visuals were unreal and then after that i have uh, the plot twist with Dr. Man revealing he's fucking a dickhead. <laughs> and then the scene where he's in the fucking fourth dimension, fifth dimension behind the bookshelf shoving shit. Broke my mind. That was great. Uh, then I have the one where they come back from Miller's Planet and they're listening to all the me- messages. The classic scene with McConaughey crying. And then the tidal wave scene. Those are my top five. What do you I, think? I love the tidal wave scene. Oh, I, yeah. I love the tidal wave scene just because of how fucking scary that wave looked. And... It's toward the mountains. <laughs> those aren't no mountains. <laughs> I love that scene very much. I think those were all great um, things. I loved the driving through the corn the first time. The, fr- the drone chase. Time. Yeah, that was uh, that was around six seven. Yeah, me. around six seven. All right, so fair. Right <laughs> we're, we're right there. We're right um, there. How much trouble do you think you get if you grab the Air Force's drone and take it apart? Yeah, well. <laughs> well I'll apparently that was like out of commission drone i, I guess because there was no they weren't really using it anymore but it was still flying i guess yeah so they're trying Either to get way, at I appreciate <laughs> yeah I okay uh, do you want to do some nitpicks because yeah let's go to the nitpicks i, I got a couple so many issues with wait real quick this you mentioned the score yeah Hans zimmer did the score yeah he's yeah. known for dune dune uh, inception 
uh, Gladiator, The Lion King, Top Gun Maverick, Dark Knight. It's pretty good. Dunkirk, The Da Vinci Code, The Last Samurai, Kung Fu Panda, Pearl Harbor, Rain Man, Pirates of the Caribbean, Man of Steel, Batman Begins, Pirates of the Caribbean 2, Blade Runner. Caribbean. Caribbean, that's true. Uh, <laughs> the Rock, I didn't know that was a movie. No Time to Die, which is um, James Bond, Madagascar. The list goes on. Sherlock Holmes, Black Hawk Down, uh, Rush, Crimson Tide, Hannibal. There's a lot of good. Things. <laughs> oh my God. Coming a Hans Zimmer fan before my name, eyes. I didn't even name half of the uh, movies up there. So he's he's been working. He's a pretty well known. Yeah. The score is perfect. Music. Oh, it's one of the best scores I've ever heard. In yeah. It was like right up there with Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> if you told me Hans. Hans score was great, too. Yeah, it was. Well, Christopher Nolan is also known for that yeah it's uh yeah so i i think we, and we can get into this later because a lot of people think christopher nolan's overrated well did hans zimmer do oppenheimer because it's very yeah, similar on the list i remember like, watching oppenheimer and thinking it sounded like interstellar but it was probably just the way christopher nolan does things and not hans zimmer for that piece that was by ludwig gordonson mm, okay um, i don't know I'll look him up while you talk okay, let's go go through your uh, okay yeah i have a, so many issues with like the I don't know, 30 minutes in when uh, when he stumbles upon NASA and then they just bring him in and they tell him all the info and they tell Murph all the info. And it's like, so do you want to go to space? And it's like, what if he had said no? Like now he just knows everything. And I'm like, and after he says yes, it's literally just like he says goodbye to his kids and he goes to space. Like there's no prep time. Hasn't flown uh, anything in over 10 years and he's just like yep most important mission ever you're our man and i was like wow that was I, I a little bit nitpick. fast no i had the exact same nitpick i was like how the fuck is this guy and within it feels like they turn around left the station and went to the house exactly drop them off yeah like, all right yeah i'm gonna go the guy didn't even take a shit you fuck, just, <laughs> nobody shit one yeah, time in this movie balls full of piss and he's gonna go up there in space and just... has no idea what he's doing yeah i i'm i'm with you on the nitpick. nasa nasa chose him as their guy within five hours of meeting him like yep you're you're perfect well, for they this knew him. yeah they knew him beforehand they knew him but they had that's another nitpick like if you knew this guy was out there you could have he was like 10 minutes away down the road you could have just well, reached out i know but that's the whole point like why are they giving all this info away to some random dude all right let me let me give you my first nitpick. okay murph wakes up cooper in the middle of the night while he's having a bad dream mm -hmm. she's fully awake middle of the night not even groggy walk <laughs> she looks great fully awake. <laughs> straightened hair <laughs> the just doesn't even attempt grogginess. <laughs> like she's been up reading late. Hey, Dad, I had a bad dream. <laughs> it's 3 a.m. Why don't you fucking be quiet? <laughs> like she's downstairs having some wine and reading. Yeah. That, that, that's my first name. Okay. <laughs> you, you think the costume director could have done better there? I think I think makeup, maybe. Makeup, um, yeah. A little bit on the actress. She was okay. probably seven or ten. Yeah, so I mean, I'll give her. She's never going to another role <laughs> after that. I haven't seen her since, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, what was your next one? I mean, did we, we we talked about the love part where it's just like it's just funny that the answer <laughs> we're, we're just going. Let's choose our planet based on I kind of have feelings for this guy. Like okay, yeah. or let's not do that. Well, also, even, even the whole secret of the universe is love, mm -hmm. which like a little bit, <laughs> a little little bit. cheesy, but little, <laughs> uh, I'll get through it. Like they had me through the whole thing scientific wise. Like, oh, this is fucking. <laughs> fascinating these guys are smart and then it's like but at the end of the day 
<laughs> it's really about if your daughter knows that your dad is actually the ghost and there's no ghost it's just your dad in a yeah. different dimension that's what everything is about yeah oh that, okay that's another one i had why when they went through the black hole did it happened to be coops um, yeah see okay this this wasn't a nitpick this was just fucking straight up confusing yeah because i'm sure it makes sense but it just went over our heads but it's like some like, did the like humans had evolved yeah. to the point where they could create yeah. that yeah but then or was it aliens but it's also like the time thing where it's like it's always happening. Like, I just don't get that. I don't, I don't think you can wrap your brain. No, I'm never going to be able to explain that. I just have to, when movies go that deep, I just roll with it. I'm oh, like, yeah. I trust you. I, <laughs> I trust I Christopher that's, Nolan. The whole thing was they're like, we put a lot more thought into this. Mm-hmm. You, your brain can't wrap around nothing or forever. Yeah. So we'll just throw it out there and you guys will try and work with it. And it won't make sense. And you'll just be like, fuck it. Exactly. I, that's what it was. Um, I have an agricultural nitpick. Oh, oh boy. Can I go? What's your major again? Okay, I study sustainability <laughs> and agricultural food systems. Okay. I work with corn all day long at my job in the lab. Um, so this is why modern industrial agriculture is fucked. This film is actually very on point because they farm all these things called monocultures, which is one of the same species, right? So if you go to a corn farm, it's all corn. And they're yeah. talking about the whole time they're talking about uh this thing called blight. Right. Blight affects different things there's corn leaf blight which is what gets the corn um then there's fusarium which is gets wheat and in the beginning she talks about the wheat getting wiped out by the blight that was probably fusarium um if they had integrated uh different crops called intercropping and got what's called polycultures like multiple different crops in one uh area they could have avoided this just putting that out there so i think this movie is a pro-agricultural revolution no, oh, there's yeah, it actually is. Revolutions. We can get into that, too. You start with the modern ability to synthesize nitrogen, and that creates the ability to make uh, fertilizer. We could talk about that. We could also talk about, yeah, like, the dope stuff. fucking effects. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't have to. Honestly, this movie is very, uh, it's, like, pro-environment, but it's pro-agricultural revolution, but not the way that you would think of it when you normally hear that word, because the, in, the original agricultural revolution fucked us up because it made us start farming monocultures and all that type of bullshit i think they want yeah. a new revolution and change the way we do farming okay um they they even do little things of vertical farming which is a cool thing i was very impressed agriculturally oh uh, they definitely put a lot of time, nitpick, actually, time into this <laughs> yeah that wasn't a nitpick at all at first i was like where are they going with this but that that, that is very logical by the way that one um if we do these things if we keep using pesticides you get disease resistance yeah eventually with the weeds and you can create diseases that just wipe everything out and this could very much happen to us in the future so that was a little scary. yeah they definitely yeah uh... how do you how do you feel about a post-apocalyptic i guess you'd call this not apocalyptic but post i guess post-apocalyptic right because they leave their it's not really is it the apocalypse i don't know but how do you feel about <laughs> i have no the idea. idea this is the most logical reason for the world ending yeah in a movie yeah how'd you feel about that or would you would you wish it was like zombies or something no no this is great great um different so different angle i think if it was something different i wouldn't have been as locked in but I yeah if, if we had to leave the world because of zombies it yeah, wouldn't be have, like, this wouldn't have been stupid. it wouldn't have made sense this, yeah. this made sense and i would like i felt that this is something that made sense is a bit much well the agriculture the reason for leaving earth yeah that makes sense yeah, yeah. all right um i want to talk about some characters did McConaughey steal the show for you? Um, 
guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, was he's he your good. favorite character? He was good. Yeah. He plays the suave, the suave, smart, sexy scientist who <laughs> sat down, you know? He's like, he's the bad boy scientist. Yeah. You ever seen a scientist? They don't look, they, they don't look like <laughs> Matty M. I work <laughs> no. in a fucking lab with scientists, not a lot of bad boys. Yeah. Uh I thought Matt Damon actually got a lot of shit for this movie. Why? I don't I don't know. I, I in my research after watching it people were not happy that he was Dr. Man. And okay. people just don't like Matt Damon like as an actor. Um I thought he played great. I thought the character of Dr. Man was also the most fascinating. Did you notice that um Dr. Man, man being his last name, they think he's like the best of them, but he's actually selfish and evil and he'll oh, do anything for goodness, his own well being and survival. Oh my, can we give just like, uh, one? you know, you know, what you came up with that yourself, man, you come up like, with that like humanity. I got it. <laughs> I got it. I'm just making sure you get it. Wait, wait, wait. You come up with this I did, yeah, it was oh, pretty, it's pretty obvious. That is good. I mean, everyone else came up with this too i'm sure no i didn't see it well it came to my brain but like they obviously meant to do that dude that was classic like english class like man with two n's why'd they spell it like that he goes on to do the martian after this yeah a lot of space movies in that in this period martian we should do i'm excited to do that one another good agricultural space movie can we talk about your your sci-fi movie virginity being broken and you liking it <laughs> you're talking about a better way of saying it <laughs> nope that's what we're going All right uh, yeah i'm it's not broken i liked alien alien is like cool old alien i really fucking like that movie yeah and we can watch i that. you know what i also liked about this is the way they do the robots mm. the robots the are super cool in this movie like and he's like a, a cross. but like the voices too like feel oh yeah human and the whole time i'm like is this just gonna be the classic like robots turn on the people Dude. And they don't, and it ends up being the human man, yeah. if you will, man. Oh, <laughs> who ends up turning on them. I this thought that was great. Like AI. I'm like excited for AI. Now. Yeah, they were yeah. great robots, yeah. right? Yeah, like that. I would love. I would love a TARS. Yeah, I was like, you can turn on the humanity factor. Fuck it, I'll get it. I'll get it. That's AI. sick. Turn up the humor for me. Oh, I was all scared. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm in for the sarcasm, shit, dude. Brought a tear in my eye. I will say, when Taurus is floating, TARS, TARS, whatever. They need to get, get back to him in the fifth dimension. Yeah. Okay. Now I have some confusion with how it ended. So obviously when Coop is behind the bookshelf in the fourth dimension and he's sending the Morse code to Murph, I just don't get what the data they found was that allowed Murph to solve the gravity issue. And Like, I just, I don't know. Did Tars figure that out when he went in the black hole? I kind of, that kind of lost me. Like, what is... Matthew McConaughey sending to Murph that she's all of a sudden like solve humanity's issues. Can you Morse code numbers or do you have to write the word? <laughs> I don't know. That that's a, yeah, that's a lot of books falling. Data... Or no, a lot of ticks on the watch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a lot of dust, dude. Yeah, that's a lot of dust. You got to go to like, I don't know. That's that's. I'm with you. Couldn't figure that one out. I was also like, what is this magnificent data they're speaking of? And I. I, I think I think Tars went into the black hole with Matthew McConaughey and somehow found the data. Yeah, he found the center of the hole or whatever. To like, but I don't know. I I don't know how that was the data that allowed Murph to figure something out to get should the space station off the ground. Should we? Yeah. Should we get an AI guy and 
matchup. You think think there's someone out there who has a Tars? Uh, Elon. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Yeah, he might. I don't know. Did you like this movie uh, start to finish? (laughs) I did like this movie. Like like locked in the whole way? Yeah, whole way. I was locked in. I was so pissed during the whole sequence where they're just bringing McConaughey in and telling him all the info. And I was just getting so mad at it. And like now Tom and Gramps, whatever that guy's name was, the grandpa knows he sucked. He was not, I don't like that actor. Uh, they all just know all this information. And now like Matthew McConaughey leaves and they're just living with this information on earth. I don't know. I was so mad, but then like, I wrote that it went from like a five to a 9.5 for me from the first half to the second. Like I thought the second half was, so much better i i was locked in the whole time i loved every part of it i really did i i love the old interviews in the beginning because i was like is this this is a real true story yeah like what are these interviews because they looked very real and then i loved just the corn the desolate cornfields and the farming aspect of it um and then you start getting hints that because they don't explicitly say that it's a new time right they just kind of go in there there's no beginning of this what do you mean there's no like like they're not like this is the year 3022 no they didn't okay they didn't say i'm pretty sure they did that on purpose and they kind of give you hints and then you get to school and you're like whoa they said space was fake or the space yeah the moon landing was fake i'm like oh that's interesting and then you kind of get it as we're going um i really like that and i loved the little feeling of adventure and you do feel like the there's an end coming i don't know I, i was locked in the whole time and I left the movie thinking about it all day. Oh yeah, definitely a mind bender. Lot, a lot, a lot, dude. A lot to you think know what about. I did after after <laughs> after I watched this movie is I went and sat on my phone and looked at obituaries. Why? <laughs> what? What did know. that have to do with it? <laughs> and like, like, I what really tore me up was that he missed. All I could think of is that he missed like eighty years with his daughter or fifty-seven. Well, so how long were they on Miller's planet? the the tidal wave it feels like two hours it's like but that was 20 years i thought i thought it was seven years per hour so that would be 14 years but then but they go to a different one and it like speeding up time right then they said their calculation was off too so it was more time right yeah mind fucker dude but i i don't know i literally i don't know why but it made me go read obituaries that that scene where he comes back from miller's planet and murph is his age Oh, and fucking... and he sees Tom go from like a kid, yeah, meeting his first love. Couldn't have hired an actor who looked anything like him. <laughs> Casey Affleck, though. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, was good. Casey Affleck sighting. I thought he was good. You don't really see that, brother. He's usually yeah. Like... I I don't picture Timothy Chalamet to grow up and look like Casey Affleck yeah. all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. But they they decided to go for a good he's actor. The other, he's with the Baldwin brother that's hidden, and the other one. Yeah, he's with all the hidden brothers away, and the Rami Malek <laughs> twin. Rami Malek is a twin. Identical. No. Two super weird looking dudes. Wow. Girls love Rami Malek. I don't get it. He looks like a. He looks like Rango. The, the wizard. <laughs> yeah, I see that. He's so intense. He's got a. He, he has a crazy face shape. Great actor. He plays. Um. Did you, did you ever watch? What was that? Mr. Robot. I love Mr. I Robot. uh. I've heard great things about it. Yeah. Great show. Do you want to go to ratings? Yeah. You go. Tenor. Ten. Ten. Dude, you're giving out the tens. Out the We've tenor. done what? Five movies. You got two tens. Two tens. Both Nolan movies. Okay, so this is obviously not Mad Max. This is a film that I've seen on uh, social media get numerous tens. 
people love this movie. You know what's weird is I, I saw like a video and it was like perfect films and one of them was this. Really? But then they do fucking Casablanca. I'm like, there's no way. I've never in seen 2023 a <laughs> hundred year old movie in Casablanca and, and you're actually getting this is hands. perfect. Yes, this is a perfect this film. film. This very <laughs> neutral theme of love and I, I don't know. I don't know why I'm shitting. <laughs> We might have just lost some listeners on this. Yeah, you can log off. The good part's over. I'll watch Castlebock and maybe we'll review it. Okay, so you 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 have to decide between this and Oppie though. No, choose one. Which one is better? Oppenheimer, more just because I'm. I was really the theater experience. Theater experience, and also I don't want to go through the process of watching Interstellar again because it broke my brain. I I don't like thinking about space and death like that. It fucking it like yesterday like. I was fucked up all day. Uh, Not if we saw it. this in IMAX when it came out, I think we would like this more. Yeah, probably. I but I'm saying the the content just like I don't like thinking about that. I don't like thinking about yeah. the fifth dimension and space and time. It makes me feel bad and sad. So I prefer to watch Oppenheimer and not give a shit. Okay, I'm gonna give this. Oh, this is hard. I don't know if I like it better than Oppie or not. Oppenheimer, I gave a nine five. I watched it again and I liked it you a lot. It yeah, uh, I went to AMC. Very so. No, I took Butsy and my dad, who had not seen it. They liked it. Yeah, they loved it. My brother went. I was surprised that he liked it. I feel like Interstellar has grown on me like since I've watched it, like since three days it. ago. I, I like it more than when I when I left. I'm, I'm gonna sure. give it a nine six, so it's my highest rated movie. You know, I was sitting in a cornfield for part of this while I was watching Interstellar. Like, That's got to hit a little bit, a little bit different. <laughs> was I the chosen one? <laughs> Did you think when they were talking about, they kept saying like they chose you? Yeah, and that. well, they I thought, thought yeah, they thought like, no, I think they thought aliens too. But, but right, it was him. I thought that was cool. My, what did you think of Michael Caine's character? Uh, I, dude, when he's dying, fucking. Cry me a river! Oh my goodness! But <laughs> when when he reveals that he knew the whole time, that... I don't go back and rewatch it with subtitles because I was so. I confused. was confused I was like, too. I rewatched that. I get that you're dying, but like, make him <laughs> say <laughs> say it a little clearer. It <laughs> <laughs> like you're like you have a big secret you're gonna get off your chest and you're gonna not do it. Purse those lips. Let's get it going. Yeah, it's like that old Louis sound C. K. it out, Michael. You know that old Louis C.K. bit where he's like, people, words just fall out of their mouth, <laughs> out of people's <laughs> mouths. It's like make an effort, tighten it up. That's, that's what I was. Thinking. The ninety-year-old dying. You're like, dude, can you fucking figure it? I get you're dying. Can you yeah. figure it out? Just speak clearly. Yeah. Um, but were were you pissed at him? Like, did you? No. Like when he revealed that he knew that everyone was gonna die, you were just like, oh, smart guy. Yeah. I. But it sucks when um, Murphy was like, Cooper, or he, she was like, Dad did this on purpose. He doesn't yeah. want to. And I was like, No, he did. So oh. And then she sends the message. Yeah. And yeah. And Matt Damon's like, I knew. <laughs> so I was trying to think, did he concoct this plan at the end? Like when he gets woken up, the Matt Damon's Oh, good question. Because he fully expected to die. No, 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 no. He didn't because he knew that that planet was uninhabitable and he still asked for help. So he knew that whoever came was going to find out it was faked so data. Up. So he knew that people were going to come? Yeah, he, he reached out saying this planet's good, yeah. even though he knew it wasn't. But when they get him there, he's like, I thought, he's like, I said this thing forever. I didn't think I was going to die. Well, yeah, I mean, that's probably true. 
because yeah, so he did yeah. the, so it's premeditated so it's it goes from second degree to first degree. it was uh he was thinking he was just gonna die but then they they woke him up so you think he Interstellar 2, Matt Damon is actually not dead. He's just floating around space on that destroyed craft. Dude, that was that explosion was so that cool. Was and the way they did it, I I did watch something on this. They made it silent because in space you wouldn't hear it. Drop that mic. <laughs> <laughs> cool, right? <laughs> I was wondering about that. I, was, I appreciate it because it was the opposite of Oppenheimer, which was yeah. crushing. Booming sound. <laughs> No, I was so happy. We were in a ACX theater, which is even louder. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. They make the sound louder in those. I was, I, I was like, did, did something? Did you hear anything? <laughs> it's affecting my movie watching experience, I will say. I didn't want to seem like a, a weirdo with my hands. Yeah, I, I chose it specifically because I had an ear blockage. So I was like, <laughs> okay. I'll be yelling at you during <laughs> <laughs> Wiffle ball's tough with the wind. It is. I can't hear you. Especially when I'm zipping when I'm pitches by. <laughs> when I'm hitting fucking when I'm smashing your fastball and it's I uh, hear the whistle in the wind I can't hear anything else if you ever play Max in wiffle ball you just have to stand in the box and not swing just don't swing he's gonna throw four balls okay um any other well we got more to talk about the the this scene what was the most cinematic appealing shot um well when they go through the wormhole i thought it was gonna be cooler to get to really when they're in the fifth dimension no not the fifth dimension when they're going to you know they make the two-year jump to saturn yeah and then they go through the wormhole to get to the other galaxy to get to the three planets that was very crazy effects and then also i can't remember but when when michael kane is reciting the poem do not go into the Wait, do not go gentle into that good night. You know that whole thing? Are you with me? You're not acknowledging. <laughs> and it's just the spaceship like going off. I think that's right after they go into space. That was very cinematic also. What did you think? Yeah, I think, yeah that was very, yeah, I'm there. The shots um, of them in the waves. Well, yeah, the title is unbelievable. It's it's CGI. It's got to be. I mean, there's. <laughs> really, you don't think they're in the middle of the <laughs> No, but like, what do you mean? You don't know how they did it. It's it's well, computer. I don't know why I asked that question. <laughs> you think they went out? They they went. They found that. Miller's planet, and they're like, McConaughey. Yo, <laughs> get out there. What did you think of Doyle's death? Um, during the tidal wave, why didn't he get into the ship? He was like waiting. <laughs> he was way closer than Anne Hathaway, and he just didn't get into the ship. Yeah, he didn't, did he? Was he like... Doyle was... Are you good? What? Never mind. Well, he was just the fourth member of the crew who went up into space and he died in the tidal wave. He was the one with the cool voice? The guy that explained... (laughs) (laughs) You don't know who Doyle was, dude? Is he the one that died in the fire in the explosion? No, that's Romley. Got it, got it, got it. Doyle was... Okay, Doyle's the other one. Yeah, yeah. He was in the beard. Right. Yeah. He was in the water, like waiting for yes. fucking Anne Hathaway. And Tars. Yes. And Tars had her. Yeah. And then yeah, was standing there watching. And then the wave was coming and he was literally like he was standing right at the ship. Yeah, he didn't make it. And he just looks at the wave and doesn't or go in. Water, buddy. Okay, but he was at the ship. I was well, just he like, was he was sitting there watching. He's like, 
<laughs> Damn. I wonder if the like giant awesome robot that we have will save her. Or maybe I should. It's running like three times as like fast as any stuff. human could do. Maybe I should still try and save her. Like, no, Doyle. Fucking get in the spaceship, get idiot. Out of here, Bad name for and then they get back and I forget I forget what the line is, but McConaughey's like logic versus love. They're like, why do you want to go to this um planet? She's like, Well, I love him, the guy there. I don't think that's the scene I'm talking about, but we can rock we can rock with it. We're we're writing our own script. Doyle isn't dead and neither is man. Did you see Kristaps Porzingis getting shots up? He looks good, huh? <laughs> Are we winning the chip this year, audience? Please like and subscribe. Sound off in the comments. Do you have anything else on Interstellar? Um, Blow into the mic one more time. Sorry. Do you think that the fifth dimension would be cooler? Because I thought it would be. I thought it would be more than just the be, just the bookshelf. Like, it was literally just the one room. <laughs> it's like, over and over. It is stupid that I would have thought there's color, because I guess there's no light coming in there, and color is light bouncing around. There was color. I thought there'd be more color. I thought it'd be like collage. You gotta watch Doctor Strange. Do I? Yeah, I just for the one scene where he. Yeah, no. the the audience will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's why <laughs> we're talking about color and cinematic experience. Bald Willem Dafoe. <laughs> He's right up there with the fifth dimension. <laughs> have you have you heard of Have you heard of the Lighthouse? Yeah. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> uh, Willem Dafoe and Jake Gyllenhaal, I think, in black and white. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm I'm hesitant for it too. People love it though. You you need to watch Animal Factory. Just you told me not to watch Animal Factory. No, I said not to take notes on. It. We're not going to record about it. Just watch it in your free time because it is. It's just a great film. Um, the little kid in it is like a younger kid. Yeah. He's so massive now, and he's very skinny in the film. That's that's what I want to say about that. <laughs> Thank you. Interstellar. Thank you I... for that. Oh, it's Robert Pattinson in the White House. Sorry, it's not Jake Gyllenhaal. Idiot. Yeah. Fuck. That guy. Preston Hudson. It's gonna turn into two guys. His, his character name is Tender Mate. All right, this is gonna turn into two dudes on the computer, and no one wants to listen to that. So, um, who do you think won the movie? You said McConaughey. I think it has to be, yeah. Um, best, I mean, McConaughey has by far the most screen time, the most lines. I thought Anne Hathaway was average. I thought she was like a seven. I didn't think she was seven out of ten. Yeah, I didn't think she was that great. Michael Caine, I thought was fantastic. He's great as playing like the older guy, wisdom guy. I didn't think Murphy, adult Murphy, was great. I didn't think she was that great either. She kind of was stiff. I loved Damon, so I think Michael Caine, McConaughey, and Damon. I thought Damon was good. Those are my top three actors. Yeah. Top three performances. All men. I don't like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. Is there any uh, random characters, like side characters that you thought were really good? Uh, <laughs> Murphy's, uh, was it like her husband who just gets popped by Casey Affleck? Yeah, I don't know if it was her co-worker. They never said anything. But... I like that guy, too. I thought he was yeah. really good. Um, the, the guy that, like, starts, he's like, I wrote a lot of papers on you, Matthew or Cooper, and then oh yeah, doesn't, doesn't acknowledge. Yeah. I I actually liked. I thought I thought um Tars was a phenomenal character. 
Yeah. Yeah. In case. It's not. Is it a character? It's a character. Would an ant be a character? If it could talk. (laughs) Trying to get in depth on that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Tarz is a great character as well. I I love this movie. I really did. I was surprised at how much I loved it. Let's go, dude. I, I was hoping you would like this so much because i knew like as far as sci-fi and like out there movies go this is like regarded as one of the best yeah. and if you didn't like this then there would just be no hope for watching sci-fi movies Definitely. in the future I, well, they, did it, they did it logically even though it's yeah. an illogical idea yeah i guess like not illogical as in it just breaks logic like what we have is basic right logic. It just exactly fake, uh, breaks it so they what? did it in a way that it was i felt relatively easy to understand i mean there's obviously um some parts that were a little confusing yeah what's next on our list let's uh i believe hell or high water which is okay for me which i love that my next pick i think is everything everywhere all at once i've never seen it one best picture this past oscars so i'm excited for that too and now you have no excuse to say you don't like sci-fi movies so yeah i um i I agree also one of the side characters that i've really liked who is the other astronaut they were with romley yeah i love him. he was very good I, yeah he, i think he was actually i think he was my favorite character when they come back from miller's plan he's like i've waited years it's like fucking broken he was like this slightly gray yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit yeah he was I, good actually he was my favorite character in the film wow I thought he was perfect he was perfect but i, I just didn't think he had the way, the way that he explained these really elaborate and confusing topics i felt he was the only one that made sense everything he said made sense to me yeah, that's true. true. And I was like, when he was explaining the black holes, I was like, I fucking get it. <laughs> Easy, dude. Black hole. Like, oh, that's... Oh, the other happens? dimension? Oh. <laughs> that's all it was? Why didn't you just say that? <laughs> Give this guy a... Yeah, no, I actually... I, I thought that... Because I think... I was getting confused to the point where I could feel myself slightly slipping. And then right. he would bring me back in with a great explanation. Yeah. And I think his voice, his cadence, the way that he did everything was perfect. And I was really sad when he died. I was like, no! <laughs> I knew it was coming. So Don't boot it up! Christopher Nolan, becoming your favorite director? He's up there. I mean, do you, do you know any? Do you have any other? What are, what are your Scorsese movies that you like? Um, Goodfellas. They had uh, the, it's the one. Irishman. Oh, I never saw The Irishman. Yeah. Well, I, I know a bunch. Isn't Heat Scorsese? Uh... I have no idea, to well, be honest. Let me, let me look these up to make sure I'm getting all these right. Okay. Um, Goodfellas is awesome. I love oh, Taxi Driver. Wolf of Wall Street. I actually haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, what? The Irishman, Shutter Island, The Departed. You saw Shutter Island? Yeah. Fuck, dude. I wanted to watch that with you because that's one of my favorite movies ever. Casino? Never seen Casino. It's, it's awesome. Um, The Departed. I fucking love you it. you saw the departed? Oh, dude, that was let's go, guy. let's go. Yeah, Cape Fear. Have you watched that one? Uh, no. De Niro is plays this guy Max. Oh, what's his name? Max. A lot of Maxes lately in our really? movies. Yeah, uh, Max Cady, who's like a a rapist, and oh, oh. is a lawyer who got him and tr- got him arrested, and Max Cady comes back and like haunts the family, and it's De Niro as a serial killer, basically. Okay, yeah. It's yeah scorsese's awesome he's the leo scorsese combo is my favorite actor director leo combo. yeah leo just found watch. scorsese and stuck with him right is that kind of how that went no i mean i don't know they've all they've worked with it the everywhere but... scorsese is my 
Yeah, well, that's the that was the before Leo. Okay, let's go through Tarantino movies that you haven't seen and we have to watch. Did you see? You saw Pulp Fiction, yeah? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Sorry, Michael Mann. I like Michael Mann a lot too. Okay. He did. He did. He did. Um. Hold on. There's a. I think he did. Uh. He did Glenn Gary. Oh, nice. Yeah, he did. Very good. Um. Miami Miami Vice, the movie Thief is a movie I don't really like a lot a ton, but it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Um. I guess he didn't do Glenn Gary. Oh, right. Let's go to, go to I just want to see what Tarantino movies you've seen. So you saw Pulp Fiction? Yep. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yep. You did? Yep. Did you like it? Yep, I love it. I actually, that's one of my least favorite Tarantino movies. It's, it, it's uh, The Man's Effect. Yeah. I love that. I just thought it was so much plot that had no, like nothing to do with anything. I, Tarantino has my, like, I think the best style. Like, it's yeah. just, you're always engaged. And Glorious Bastards, we're gonna watch. You've not seen. You've not seen. That's gonna be your one of your favorite movies. Django, Django Unchained. We got to do that at some point. You did. Hateful Eight. I halfway. Oh, how did you not finish Hateful Eight? (laughs) Netflix popped up. Are you still watching? (laughs) Okay. Um. What else? I mean, that's those are all the ones that I've seen. Well, I I think Tarantino doesn't have that many. I, I see you scrolling past like no ten movies right now. Hang on, there's there's more. There's I mean, more. these are all on the list, but I I swear, I swear Tarantino said he only had like nine movies. There's there's something weird with that. Yeah, he. Oh, I saw. I didn't like that movie. What was it called? Hostel. No, with Woody Harrelson. The. Hold on. Natural Born Killers. Yeah, I didn't like that movie. It hurt my head. It was it was shot really weird. It's shot like you're in a anger. <laughs> you're in a anger. Like you're angry as fuck, and you're like, <laughs> which is kind of what the movie is. I think it's like basically Bonnie. And yeah. See, he Tarantino only has nine directed movies. I don't know why that list had so many. Maybe he was like a an actor in some. Yeah. Well, we don't actually know film. <laughs> Let's do it. Thank you all for listening to our first in person pod. That was a lot of fun. We're going to be doing a lot more of these. Um, next, we have Heller High Water Review coming out, which I'm very excited for. That's one of my all-time favorite movies, so I'm glad that we're going to do that on this podcast. Uh, yeah, keep listening to this feed for The Recliner. We'll be out every week with a, another review of a different film. If you guys have any films that you want us to review, just comment on any of our social media accounts that are you can find in the link tree, which is in the description of every episode. Um, there you can find TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, what other social media do we have? We have a blog that we write. Uh, Podpage.com. Podpage.com, yeah. So Backslash the couch. The couch yeah. So you can find uh, anything there. Please click that link, and it's a lot of fun for you to look around, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, so thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week with the review of... How- <laughs>